Occasionally, myself and our coaching staff at DadStartingOver.com, we run into a client who has issues that go beyond the scope of coaching. They may have really severe anxiety, depression, suicidal ideation, and this is the point where our coaches stop and say, have you spoken to a therapist? What a lot of these men say is, I've looked into it, not a lot of options in my area, it can't work with my schedule, or I have an appointment schedule, but I can't get in for another four months. In other words, the need is there. They recognize the need. They see the value in the therapy, but the options for getting the therapy are extremely limited in their area. Well, thanks to our friends at BetterHelp.com, there is an option for you. BetterHelp is a unique service that allows you to talk to a licensed therapist from your area via your telephone or your computer. You can do voice chat with them if you wish. You can email back and forth. You can text with them all on your time schedule, all from the convenience of your phone or your computer. So check it out at betterhelp.com DSO. That's betterhelp.com DSO and get 10% off your first month of service with BetterHelp. Hello, everyone. We have another Dear DSO entry on the website, and you can submit your own story or question at dadstartingover.com slash dear dash DSO, and I will answer here in video format. Today's message comes from JD, and the subject line is Trauma Catalyst Avoidance. JD says, my wife, 12 years this last November, father, her father passed unexpectedly in December of 2018. Since then, she has suffered greatly to enjoy our marriage. 2020 was married with her having multiple emotional affairs. 2021, it turned physical. Although she maintains, it never went all the way. 2022, more making out with randoms and emotional online affairs. All while, quote, snapping out of it and claiming how much she loves me. It's gone from, quote, not being attracted to me to she's avoidant and she has intimacy issues. I've backed off plenty as far as expectations or initiating. Now we are locked in this weird zone where I know she rarely wants sex with me, but definitely all the same affection as I've always given. Butt slapping, kisses, cuddles, booby squeezes, holding at night, all of it. When things are okay, she's invested in the marriage. We are usually one to two times a week. But then she explodes after a few months, telling me she can't stand having sex with me and wants a divorce. As soon as I pave the way for her exodus out of this life, she caves and she begs me to take her back. The hot and cold is very confusing. Any thoughts? Yes, JD, I have thoughts. And they're not very positive ones. Um, all right. At the risk of sounding very insensitive and very simplistic, uh, JD, your wife is what we call a broken human being. Uh, that is not judgmental on my part. I am not belittling for being a, quote, broken human being. Um, but let's be honest here, and I think any psychologist or therapist would tell you the same thing. Your wife is exhibiting uh, an inability to cope. Life just handed her a not-so-good thing. Her father passed away. So how do you cope with that? How do you grieve? How do you soothe yourself? Well, her method of soothing was to go out and get attention from others and to form romantic relationships with others while being married to you. 
And you, obviously, are not okay with that, as most people would not be. So it's exhibit A for, oops, you married somebody that's not wired for this long-term monogamy thing, and she has some baggage which has bubbled to the surface uh, via this trauma that she experienced. This is really, really common. Uh, when I talk to guys that go through uh, their experience infidelity on the part of their wife, usually there's some kind of uh, major negative life event that serves as the trigger to cause all this shit that she has lurking under the surface to, like I say, bubble to the surface and cause all kinds of chaos. I've heard, you know, something as simple as lose a job, uh, even like lose a pet. You know, I, I know of someone where their, their, their brother was arrested and went to prison and then suddenly the uh, wife started acting really chaotic and crazy and uh, the husband sits back and like, why is she acting this way? Ever since brother went to prison, she's just losing her marbles and, you know, screwing around and all kinds of stuff. It happens. It's not unusual. So we could sit here and try to uh, play armchair psychologist and try to understand what's going on with her and try to diagnose her and try to sympathize and empathize with her plight as a damaged human being. Or we can say, you know what, uh, JD, you made a big oopsie. Uh, welcome to the club. You uh, connected with and formed a bond with and a family with, presumably, um, somebody who uh, ain't wired for this game, my man. It's one thing to say we need to let her go. But we have a whole other set of issues here that we're, we haven't talked about yet, which is you, JD. What is it about you that causes you to stay attached to such a person? Because if I tell your story to, dare I say, the majority of people out there that I run into, I just, you know, randomly go up to 100 people on the street and say, listen to my friend JD's story. I'm willing to bet probably 99 out of 100 would go, what's he doing hanging around with her? I don't get it. So, JD, what's up? We don't get it. I think if you went to a therapist, you could probably uncover some not-so-good stuff, some baggage that you personally have that causes you to be attracted to and stay attached to this type of person. You need to figure that shit out. Number one, you need to separate yourself from this person. As tough as that is, I know you're probably you know quasi-addicted to the woman. Welcome to being a human being in a relationship, but you need to separate yourself, eliminate contact as much as humanly possible, and then you can begin the process of healing. And the process of healing for you involves what is it about me that caused me to be attracted to and attached to somebody like this? Because although you have framed it as father passed in 2018 and since then all hell broke loose, I bet you, I bet you anything that if we looked at your history together as a couple, we would look back and go, Red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag, probably from day one. I just spoke to a gentleman here right before recording this uh, in a one-on-one -on -one, uh, coaching session, and you can book time with me at dadstartingover.com or any of our uh, DSO team members. And uh, he was telling me very early stages of the relationship when dating, he discovered that his then-girlfriend was sleeping around with all kinds of men from the workplace. And his reaction was, well, we're not married yet, and we can work through this. I need to work harder to win her affection. Pretty big red flag. Pretty big red flag that was ignored. Not good. I bet you have something somewhat similar that you can look back on. Maybe therapy will help uncover that. And uh, uh, you'll, you'll say, uh, yeah, I should have seen this coming. So, JD, get away from her and work on uh, what's going on 
up in the old noodle. Try and figure that out, my man. Because if you don't do the heavy work of working on what's going on upstairs with you, believe it or not, you're going to do this all over again. Just the way it is. You're going to meet another gal just like her, and you're going to five, six, ten years down the line go, ah, shit, I did it again. Don't do that, dude. Best of luck to you. If you're listening to this, you're probably a guy who is interested in self-improvement. You probably consume a lot of information, like these podcasts, YouTube videos, audiobooks, courses, everything you can to learn more and help you become the best man that you can be. And if you're like a lot of men, there's something still missing. Well, I can tell you what that missing thing probably is. Quality time with other men that are on the same mission as you. Some of you probably have casual relationships with your fellow soccer dads or the occasional beer with guys from the neighborhood, but none of them seem to be on the same page as you. Am I right? They seem content with their shitty marriages, their shitty jobs, and their expanding waistlines. They have all but given up. You find yourself talking to them about the same football teams, listening to their stories about their subpar home life, and you're getting to the point where you dread hanging around them. Well, the good news is that we have assembled a group of men just like you. We call our group the DSO Fraternity. We have live Zoom meetings that are hosted by yours truly, along with the other members of the DSO team. We have a very active private discussion forum, a Discord server for our lifetime members, a members-only podcast, access to my books in audiobook and PDF format at no extra charge, discounts on one-on-one coaching with myself, and other members of the team, discounts on our video courses, and access to our in-person gatherings. We have met in Nashville, Tennessee, Austin, Texas, Las Vegas, Australia, Amsterdam, and soon in New Orleans. So check it out, the DSO Fraternity at dsofraternity.com. We have monthly, annual, and lifetime membership options available. I think you will find our group is the missing piece of the puzzle that you have been looking for.